Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. You know, a lot of us gravitate right away to a medicine, something that was prescribed from a doctor, maybe something over the counter for whatever ails you. Might not need to do that. I try to avoid it whenever I can if I can go a more holistic route because they've been doing that for centuries, literally centuries. I'm talking about herbal remedies. And today we're going to talk about go-to herbs, ones that you should have on hand for a variety of different reasons. And she knows all about that. She is a uh, master herbalist and she's back with us. Amy Willis is on the program. Well, welcome back here, Amy. How are you doing? Yeah, doing great. Glad to be here again. Yeah, we've learned so much in the last couple of podcasts. And I'm one of those people that love to prepare, like have it in the cabinet, love that feeling of, oh, let me get that. And I'm envisioning that's what we're going to look at today in terms of different herbs to have on hand. And I'm also thinking that many of the ones we're going to mention have multi-purposes. Right. Yeah. Okay. What, so, uh, what would you start with? If you, uh, and you know, a lot of us are fresh to this, but um, what would be some of the go-to herbs to have, you know, in your cabinet on hand uh, if you ever need them? Right. So um, there's several different ones, you know, that we can list that would be good. Um, but I want to try to use the ones, you know, there's a lot of herbs and they're good for a lot of different things, but let's try to focus on the ones, get a few herbs that are going to cover just about everything. Sure. Okay. To make it simple and not have, you know, a whole cupboard full of different things. So, um, first up, I'm going to start with peppermint because that's one that most people know. And of course you can just have the cut, um, peppermint and make it into tea, but what's really helpful is having an essential oil and um, peppermint is known for pain relief and for digestive issues. So Hmm. it's going to cover those. So if you have an upset stomach, you can take peppermint, even little children, they can take just a little tiny bit of peppermint in some water and settle that stomach down. Um, You know, if you overeat or if you eat something that doesn't agree with you, that's a great one to just settle the stomach down. And then as far as for headaches, that's a good one, too. You can take a hot cup of peppermint tea, or you could put the oil in some hot water. The hot water will help it get absorbed more, so so that's why to do that. But you could take it directly. And then uh, there is an interesting remedy even for migraines that a person can do. So you take some peppermint essential oil, and then you would put it up on the, the roof of your mouth, just with your thumb or whatever, you put it up there and then you press up a little bit on the roof of your mouth when you're putting it in. So I'll demonstrate a little bit. Okay. So because then what that does is it it gives a little bit of an uh, adjustment on the upper part of the mouth and that can help relieve and then the peppermint itself. Hmm. Okay. So that's a good, good thing to do. Um, You know, quick question on that. I have peppermint essential oils. I put them in a diffuser, you know, mix them with other stuff from time to time. Are they all consumable or do you need to make sure you double check you do want to double check not all of them are consumable okay so you know the ones that we know are consumable like the peppermint and the ginger um cinnamon just a little bit um then we use that in food anyway then that's fine but be very careful not to take too much because they're very concentrate okay of course ginger would be another one uh it's not really necessarily on my list but it could be. It's a good one to increase the white blood cell count. 
um, for when you have a cold or a fever. The other thing, so we'll move from peppermint now and, and that's pain relief, digestive uh, issues. Um, so then we're gonna move to um, slippery elm. Slippery elm is one that's not, it's not known that well, but it's absolutely excellent for heartburn and acid reflux and um, diarrhea, throwing up. It mm. just settles the nauseousness. It settles the stomach. It actually heals the whole elementary canal. Um, I, I use it a lot with people. That's one to have on hand. Now, it, it used to be used as uh, baby food. Really? Yeah. Huh. So it, it, Because it's so nutritional. And wow. Yeah, easy to, you just, it's powder, it comes in powder and then you just mix it with a little bit of water and you can take it like that, spoon, spoon eat it, or you can put it in water and drink it down. I used to give my daughter, um, slippery on a lot. <laughs> and it was to the point where that was like putting to her. Wow. See, I didn't know it had nutritional value. Um, was it added to baby food or it was baby food? It was baby food. Amazing. So now, we think of Cipriana, and that's used a lot for unlike sore throats, um, but it, it helps the whole elementary canal from the mouth and the throat all the way. Okay, so that's that's a great one, especially if you have little children or anyone in the family who has digestive issues. You want to use that. Gotcha. Um, another good one would be nettle. So I used to have nettle bushes in my garden, and we would go pick it and use it. So nettle is very nutritious. It's high in iron, high in a lot of trace minerals. It's a natural antihistamine. So people who have allergies, it helps with that. Um, you can just eat it as spinach. So if you, you know, growing it in the garden is a good, good thing too, because it'll add nutrients to the soil. Um, we used to get a, a plastic bag, put it on our hand, and then pick it like that, you know, and then pull it through the bag, and then we'd have our little harvest. <laughs> because, you know, it's stinging nettle. Um, huh. And then we put it put it in a pot, boil in water, boil it a little bit, strain it, add some salt and butter, and it is, it tastes great. I had um, one of my sons brought a friend to our home one day. I think it was like a Sunday, and so I made up some nettle that was part of the menu. And he said, so this friend said, Oh, it tastes better than spinach. <laughs> really? Uh, you know, I yeah. you think I'm kidding, but I'm writing these down. I'm yeah. not even kidding. It's a, <laughs> okay. And slippery elm sounds like it is so universal. I have some reflux issues. Um, it just sounds like it's it's a it's a great one for digestion. Yeah. So when people have like heartburn indigestion, well, mainly heartburn and acid reflux, then I always recommend they do um slippery elm, but the problem often is parasites too. So you want to address that. There can also be um, a little bit of structural issue with uh, hiatal hernia going on where the stomach is up into the diaphragm mm -hmm. and you, need, you have to address that structural component and get that pulled down a little bit. Um, and no herbs going to help you with that. Well, herbs, herbs don't necessarily do the structural part of pulling it down. Right. No, I'm saying yeah. that the herb is not going to help with that, but can right. help relieve some symptoms yeah. if you are dealing with a hiatal hernia uh, or some other challenges. But slippery elm seems like a good one. Peppermint as well. And I have peppermint at home as a, an essential oil. Just got to double check, see if you can 
you can consume it. Right. Yeah. The the essential oil of peppermint, yes, but be very um, you know, just a little tiny bit. Gotcha. Yeah. Very concentrated. Right. So nettle, um, nettle is more like a nutritional herb. Um, it's not like medicinal, though it does have properties. Okay. So you could eat a lot of nettle and just use it like you would, like you would spinach or something. Okay. Hmm. Um it's also great for the hair. Um, so I have had people, you know, make a little tonic for their hair with it too, like making it into a rinse, you know, making like nettle tea and then rinsing the hair in it. So that's an added benefit. Um, but drinking nettle tea is good too. It's very like if you need like a pick me up and you need some energy um, and you want a, a good kind, then you can make a nice pot of nettle tea and drink that. Mm. When you talk about the hair, is it the hair tonic that people make? Um, where I'm going with this is consuming nettle isn't just going to improve your hair. It's you apply it to your hair. Right. Okay. Yeah. So apply it to, of course, internally, there can be other factors that should be addressed and drinking it, eating it is going to be good because you get all these nutrients. But uh, the main thing is, is for the hair, you need to apply it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Interesting. We're learning a lot. Okay. So the next one is going to be red raspberry leaf. So if you have a red raspberry plant in the garden, you know, then you can also harvest the leaves and use the leaves. Um, this is a great remedy for diarrhea. So just making it into a tea and drinking that as a tea has helped a lot of people recover from diarrhea. Hmm. Okay. Um, where, um, can you buy that? Yes. Now, we sell the herbs, like bulk herbs, so you can order it on our website. Um, any, Most any of these herbs you can order um, and get, you know, the dried, and then it has a fairly good um, shelf life. And then you have it ready for you, you know. So, like, during the summer, if you harvest it and dry it yourself, if you have those, then you can put it in a mason jar or something and then have it readily available. Um, so, back to red raspberry leaf, um, it's highly nutritional as well. Um so that's a great one for nutrition, too. And it's always been known, well, I shouldn't say always, but it's been known for a long time that it's good for um, morning sickness during pregnancy. So that's like a, that's like the go-to herb during pregnancy. So, gotcha. wow. but of course it, it has other um, useful. And every, everything well. we're talking about here, you have available on your website? Yes. Oh, terrific. Okay. Because this is the other thought that I have. If I were to go buy it, any of us to go buy it, like even Slippery Elm, how do you know the quality is there? You know, we we trust in you, but you're going anywhere on any website. How do you know what you're getting? You really don't, right? That is true. In fact, sometimes they, you know, I've heard of, you know, them putting something else in it or mixing it with something else, um, which is not good, but it's done to you know, cheapen things or to make a better profit. So sure. yeah, you, you do want to be careful where you go, make sure you get a reputable company. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, what's next? We got a lot here. These are great. Right. <laughs> I, so, I got to get um, me some slippery elm. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. That'd be a good one. So the other is going to be cayenne. So we talked about cayenne quite a bit, you know, last time or a few other times. And, um, you know, that, that one is like emergency too. Um, so you want to have some cayenne. The tincture would be the best. Um, tincture would be like a bottle like this, you know, with liquid and you'll be strong. 
And then, so that's going to be good for like, if your child has a nosebleed um, or if there's a cut and you can't get it to stop bleeding, um, you take it internally and it actually stops it from bleeding externally. Okay. Wow. Um, it's going to be good for any kind of heart problems. Um, it's going to be good for hypothermia. If someone falls into a lake, a frozen lake and starts hyperventilating um, to help bring them around. So anything to do with circulation, it's going to be helpful. And like I mentioned before, it has brought people back from a heart attack. Um, and notice what you can, you can feel the difference when you take it. Mm. Okay. So that, that one definitely have on your shelf in your first aid kit. Wow. When you say cayenne, the first thing I think of is a, uh, is pepper and right. you know, a strong pepper. That tincture that you take, is it, you know, is a, wow, you know, I just had a, you know, like a jalapeno, not that far, but it, it, it does it have a little kick to it? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So wow. there's different, um, from different companies, you're going to have some real, real strong, and then you're going to have medium strong and, and so forth. Mine, mine, I would say is probably medium strong. It's pretty strong to me. Um, but I've heard that there's other ones that are stronger and then it's a little bit hard to take. Um, but you can also, you know, put it in a little bit of water and, and take it down that way. But when a person is having something serious going on, you're not going to worry about that. You just got to, sure. um, take care of it. Is it something that you would take preemptively or you only take it when you really need it? Um, you can take it for prevention. Yes. So, um, like, the first thing in the morning, you know, often I'll take a little bit of lemon juice with some cayenne in uh, a glass of water. So that's going to be a good pick me up to just start the day, start the body. It helps circulation. It can clear your mind. Uh, it can help your body wake up a little bit more. So, yes. And I would say, especially if a person is having, you know, heart issues or blood pressure issues, then, yeah, take it on a regular basis. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. And you did talk about it before. I, I, I wondered if it, um, if it's that strong, but I guess it's strong for a reason. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. How about some other go-to herbs? What should we have? Okay. So um, this time I'm going to talk about a, a, a mix. So a formula um, because, you know, it's cold and flu season right now. You want to make sure that you can handle what's coming around. So I, I recommend mainly two or three, products just to have on hand. So if somebody gets sick, you have something um, to take care of it. So the one um, that we make here is special force. So I call it special force because it's pretty strong. Um, this one brought my mom, um, helped my mom get up, get rid of a uh, walking pneumonia. So this is pretty strong for uh, bacterial infections. Hmm. And so you want to take, you know, like two droppers once or twice a day um, to help with that. The herbs in here are mainly like Echinacea, Astrologus, and a few others that um, combined, they work synergistically to help the body fight these pathogens off. Okay, so that would be one. Um, another one would be, uh, I don't have it with me right now, but it's called LDM, it's the herb, Lomation Dissectum. So this one is really strong for viruses. Um, so, so that way you have something that's going to work for bacteria, something that's going to work for viruses. So this LDM is just known um, very well for getting rid of just about a, a host of different viruses, um, you know, colds and flus and things like that. Very effective. Interesting. 
Um, do you use these on a regular basis? Yes, I, I have a program too that I do. I, I have like what's called a weekly um, rotation program. So um, what what that is, is so after after my clients get to a point where they're doing quite, quite better, you know, uh, they've got a lot of resolution for the problems that they've had, then you want to maintain, you don't want to go back into, you know, your, the problems that you have. So you want to, you want to maintain. So what I what I recommend, depending on this person, the situation, and what they're being exposed to, um, the more aggressive form would be to go on this rotation where each week you're taking something. So one week you'll take like the parasite formula, and then the next week you're going to take the special force, and then the next week you're going to take this LDM, and then the next week you're going to take like um, I have a blood cleansing formula, and then you just keep repeating those each each week. So you're only so like taking a, like one. Basically a rotation. Right. Okay. Rotation. So that's weekly rotation. So this program is really powerful because these uh, formulas actually will get rid of just about any, a lot of pathogens out there. Um, and so every month, basically every month, you're just getting rid of them so they don't get rid of you, including the parasites. Now, not scientific here, but I'm kind of curious, based on your experience, research, and everything, what percentage would you say that we, the average person, population, has parasites, pathogens, all of that? Like in a scale from one to, a scale from one to 10, 10 would be pretty much everybody. Um, one would be yeah, hardly anybody. Where would you put it? Again, this is complete ballpark, but based on... Right. So from what, right, what I've seen experimentally Mm -hmm. um, through people who have come, hundreds and hundreds of clients over the years, um, I'd say 10, you know, maybe there might have been one or two out of a thousand. That are dealing with it. That that are not. That are not. That are not. Right. So I would say, you know, it'd be 95 or oh, maybe you don't even have to, you, We're good. You don't even have to continue. <laughs> yeah, so you, you get the point. Yeah, yeah. problem, problem. Okay, uh, right. Real problem. That's why we have, uh, you know, people are sick and they have all these, you know, diabetes and, you know, overweight. And a lot, a lot of these things that people are experiencing um, health-wise, those are just symptoms, okay? Sure. So, yeah. So, yeah, everybody, just about everybody, we could say, um, unless they are doing something and, you know, do they have vibrant health? You know, who do you know <laughs> that has vibrant health, you know, never gets sick, you know, can they're bouncing off the walls. And, and, and that's, um, you know, I can't really name anybody. And a lot of times, even your close friends, contacts don't reveal everything that's going on. Right. You know, they don't, yeah. they don't have to. Um, but I know, you know, myself yeah, dealing with some stuff, I got to say a year and a half ago, I was, I was pretty good. I was eating well, I was exercising, um, and then just started getting off the rails. And then, you know, it's like the snowball down a hill and then other things pop up and such. Um, we have a question. Instantfeedbacksteve yes. at gmail.com is where Melissa from Smithtown, New York, checks in. She says, my mom is prone to urinary, uh, urinary tract infections. Is there an herb or two that can help? prevent those problems right good question so there again you know we would have to do a a full body thing you know because it's not just okay the urinary tract infections um but there are some things that can be used so ldm would be one 
most of the time when it's urinary tract, it's bacteria. So then mm-hmm. I would go with a special force. Okay. Now, um, and I'm, I'm wondering what her symptoms are too, because you can have a urinary tract infection, but then you can also have interstitial cystitis, which is the inflammation of the lining of the bladder. Okay. So even if we get rid of the infection, there can still be problems because if, if the person has a lot of, you know, they're getting a lot of bladder infections, kidney infections, that's going to aggravate things. Mm. So, um, the special force would be good. You can do both with herbs. It's not like you just only do one, um, and be careful. Um, usually if I get sick, you know, I'm going to do three, four different things, you know, cause I want to get well in a day. <laughs> so, so I would say, um, she could do the special force and then she could also do the LDM or a version of that. We have a kidney and bladder formula too. That's more to heal it. Not necessary. It, it does help with other things too, like kidney stones. Um, but for the infection, you do the two that I mentioned. So quick question. I don't want to run out of time, but if somebody is listening and this resonates, they're dealing with, um, you know, something that slippery elm or special forces can help. I know that you said that you do the muscle testing in person and you really can't do it so much virtually. Um, how can somebody work with you in that, in that capacity? Could they, could they reach out to you? Hey, here's what I got going on. What do you suggest? Well, I think you should buy this, buy this, buy that, get it on my website. Um, or does it have to start with a full consult before they can get uh, direction on what to, what to buy? Well, um, right. I do phone consultation. So, you know, you'd fill out a form, we go through uh, what's going on. Um, that would be better than just making a call and, you know, trying to find out what to do. I don't like to do that because I want to deal with the whole person. So the best thing would be a phone consultation. And then because I've been doing this for a while, I basically know uh, I can usually tell what's going on. Plus, we have a, a questionnaire that they can answer that sort of helps direct, you know, so it'd be more symptomatic um, that would work with them on. Yeah, I do have quite a few people that I do phone consultations with. So you would do a phone consult. Um, you know, there's a fee for that, I would assume, sure. And then right. you uh, kind of get a baseline for what somebody is dealing with. Then you could direct them on what they should buy. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then and then usually we'll do a follow-up, you know. So we want to make sure that they get resolution, not just, oh, here's a bunch of stuff, take this. You know, so we start with the phone consult. Um, they start on a program, then we do it, you know, in two weeks or four weeks again to make sure that they're on the right track, see if things are getting better, see if there's other problems that have come up and then deal with those. So I like to work with my clients until they get resolution. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, this is great. I mean, some of these slippery elements now on my radar. <laughs> yeah. Definitely uh, got to find it on your website. Uh, and, and, with that, is the is there a direction on how often to take it, how much to take? Right. Yeah. We would, um, on the bottom, of course, it tells that. But, of course, when you do a consultation, we'll give you all the information that you need. Beautiful. Uh, what's your website again? Um, herbs, the number four, org. Yeah. Thank you for all the info. This is great. Um, I never knew peppermint was so versatile. And even just the, the roof of your mouth, putting it there. Uh, we, you don't see this stuff online. And if it is, you got to dig deep to find it. Right. 
it, and you've got it at your fingertips and uh, so much more knowledge. So yeah, uh, go to the website, learn more, get a, get a consult. Is it the initial consult at least under, see if it's a right relationship. Was that at no charge? I'm just double checking. Oh, no, the, we do. Um, anyone can call just for information. Yeah. You know, you can call anytime um, that we're open and, and we'll help you. But if you do want the full consult, then it does cost. Yes. Of course. Yeah. And look at it this way. Game changer could be a complete turnaround in your life if you're dealing with something and really don't want to pivot over to medication, which is just, uh, you know, it's a, it's a Band-Aid. Um, and there's side effects. There's a reason that people are still talking about herbs in 2023 because they've been around for centuries for a reason. And guess what? A lot of the medication we use came from plants, <laughs> or at least it yeah. it began there, and then it was turned uh, into synthetics. Amy, thank you so much for being here again today. Really appreciate it. Yes, thank you, Steve. Thank you. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah. Buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. 